All right, guys. Love Talk Radio. Hopefully, let me get this corrected, because now we're trying to fix the situation that we have. All right. I believe that's going to fix our audio issues. I'm sorry for everybody that was listening in. And uh, we're trying to do this from another line that's probably not going to be as good, unfortunately. But I wanted to finish what we were talking about a little bit earlier because we must have the show. If you're listening to the show right about 34 minutes or something like that, we go, we lose microphones. It's been a really bad night with the Blog Talk Studio that we use. And the line that we got on was awful. And we go back and redo a replay, hoping it wasn't as bad as it sounded. It was awful. So here's part two of the things that we were talking about just quickly. Won't be online very, or we won't be on this very long. But one thing that we were talking about when we got cut off was Sam's situation and thinking whether or not that she's using this as gameplay. And is she really crazy or is she just using this as an advantage for her game? And, you know, there was a lot of stuff where I wanted to give her crazy. I wanted to give her the crazy for the game credit. You know, I really wanted to help her in that situation understand that maybe what I'm seeing from her is not quite what we accuse her of doing. Maybe she's using this for game. Because really, you know, she acted obsessive before her HOH. And she was very emotional, and you know, she had to be a robot, and that was understandable. It's kind of unfair to her in her game. I think it actually helped her that first uh, first part of the season to maybe not go up as an eviction. But then we see her get her HOH, and she's very calculated, very cold, very thought out. She doesn't want to talk to anybody. She doesn't want to have these meetings about who to evict, and she doesn't want to hear about it. And so we kind of start to think, well, maybe this is just a game she's playing uh, and her obsessive behavior and her emotional issues and the weird stares and the weird comments and things that she's making is maybe it's just gameplay. And maybe Sam's actually playing a strategy to get taken to the end. Maybe somebody wants to take her because they think, hey, look, I'll take the crazy girl. There's no way that they're going to give her the, 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 the final prize. It's all mine. You know, it's a great opportunity for me to take her. But I think she pretty much validates that when she wants best to put Haley up and thinks that this is going to work. And I hate to think that this is part of a strategy for her, but in reality, I think it just shows that she is a little bit off her rocker. And, you know, I hear you guys on Facebook, and I see you talking all the time about, you know, her craziness, her activity, the way that she acts, the things that she has going on. And I've got to be honest with you guys. We don't know what it's like to be in that house, and we don't know that a small mental illness or something that an emotional issue, and we won't call it mental illness because that's pretty extreme to, to throw on somebody as a tag. I mean, we care about it on, on Facebook and Twitter. But in reality, what we might be seeing here is somebody that's had a small emotional issue that now that they're in this fishbowl and do, they don't know who to trust and their safety zone is it's completely taken away from them, that we might be seeing somebody that is just cracking under the pressure. And then normally, you know, Sam doesn't act like this. But I had to take away any credit from her because when she suggested that she was going to go talk to, to Fess about bidding of Haley and attempt to save Scotty, 
what a mistake. And but smart on Scotty's part to think that if she did that, that would op- that might give him an opportunity to to have her put on the block and give him an opportunity to survive this week. And so we're going to talk about a little bit of that later. The one person I want to talk about, and the main reason why I'm redoing this second half of the show, is the most important half, which is where I wanted to talk about JC. I think this was a week JC came to the hive and set them up and used Fessy and was very manipulative and, and good on him. I mean, truly, I mean, that's really smart gameplay, the way that he did it and the way that he worked. But I want to talk about whether or not this was a smart move for JC. And that's what this whole show really kind of centers around because it was such a big move in this game for JC to go and convince Fessy that obviously Scotty has, has feelings for, for uh, Haley and that this is something that needs to kind of be dealt with. And knowing that, you know, Fessy has this testosterone-driven alpha male thing about him, as we saw with the nominees that he wanted to, to put up were all males and anyone who might garner any attention from Haley. The move was completely, completely insecure, and the move was completely out of a place where he was jealous of other men in the house that might get Haley's attention. There was no strategy. There was no boat issue. I think that was more of just putting it out there to make himself sound like he was more intelligent about the decision he was about to make. And we see J.C. really play on Fessy, as he's done all season. But I have to think that once Fessy's out of this house, where does that leave J.C.? Because really, Fessy is all J.C. has. He's a guy that J.C., uses to get information, to take to the other side of the house, yada, yada, yada. But once Fessy's gone, is he any real use to L654? Is he really any use to the level six crew? I have to think that he's not very valuable at that point, which means Fessy staying in the house is extremely important for JC's game. JC needs to realize that Fessy's going to be on a short list, very short list of people, go home, depending on who wins this HOH tonight. If it even is one tonight, because from what we're seeing so far, I still don't think that we have anything on who won HOH. I'm looking to see. I don't think we have it. So if one of the L6 does end up pulling this off, this is going to be a situation that's going to be very bad for JC, despite all the work that he's put in. So, this was an opportunity, in my opinion, for J.C. to go to Fessy and confess something. I've been working with you, and I've been working with a couple of people on the other side. I feel like right now I'm not in a really strong position with those guys, and I wanted to come to you and Haley, and I wanted to come to Scotty. Before this POV gets used or before nominations, this would be fine too, to say, I don't think I'm very high in that group, I need to have a final four, and I want to make it with you, make it with Haley, and I want to make it with Scotty. I want you to not go after Scotty. I think it's a mistake, and I want to tell you everything that I know about the L6 crew, who's working together, what their situation is, what their plots are, what they're dealing with. But in return, I want something. I want a final four deal, and I want you to keep completely quiet that the information is coming from me. Working on that side of the house, getting information for you, I want to tell you who I think you should put up based on this stuff. And they're going to match notes. I mean, Scotty's going to match notes. Haley's going to be like, oh, well, yeah, that's something I kind of knew was going on, but I didn't know the full extent because she's gotten so close to figuring out the mystery. 
but she hasn't been able to put it all together yet. So I think that this is the opportunity that J.C. goes to Fessy and this to him that he's working on the other side of the house. He doesn't have to throw information that he's given back for, just that he has overheard things with them, and he would like to continue to work through them and communication. But this is who you've got to put up. You've got to put up Brett and Tyler, or you've got to put up Tyler and Angela. These are major players on the other side of the house that you have to get rid of if you're going to survive this game. And I want a Final Four deal, and I want the situation with Scotty completely just let's get over it. Let's move on from it because we're going to need him. And then let's go get Sam and work her into this situation to try to get an advantage because she doesn't have anywhere to go. J.C. is not a part of L.C. And at some point, J.C. has to ask himself, anyone outside of Tyler, if they have an official deal with him? The answer is no. He has to see the tightness of Brett, Jake, Casey, uh, Angela, and Tyler and realize that that group is too tight and that he's being used for information. Best move for J.C. here is to do the opposite of what he did. Tell Philly everything that he knows, ask for a final four deal, and ask for protection to continue to work on the other side of the house. Especially, I'm going to give you information about what to do and who to put up based on what I know that's going on on the other side of the house. And with that, you're going to look like a brilliant guy by finally putting all this together and nominating two people who really hurt the other side of the house and keep you safe longer. I want a final four deal. I want you and Scotty to patch things up, and I want to bring Sam in. At that point, Jason becomes very important. Jesse stays in the the house by probable numbers. They knock at L6 during Fessy. Fessy might be able to stay a a little longer. And his meal ticket, which is in Fessy, stays in, keeping J.C. involved longer. But I have a feeling once Fessy's gone, J.C. is very useless at that point to L6. And we talked about how much I love J.C. putting on the accelerator just enough at the right times just to be a player in this game without going overboard and without being a floater. But now this is an opportunity for J.C. to do what's best for his game and make a move against L6 and get it done. He's done amazing work with Fess, and now maybe it's time to let Fess in on the joke, right, and guarantee safety for himself for another couple of weeks. And I get that L6 is some group that you don't want to mess with. You don't want to have them enemies of you. But imagine this, if J.C. four-speeds the I actually get a clue, putting up maybe Angela and Tyler or whatever. Then without the hacker comp, even if Tyler wins POV and they target somebody else from the L6, one of them is gone and the group will spin itself out of control. Because at some point L6, when they take a hit, it's going to be hard and heavy. And it's probably going to affect the final four deal that they have with each other. They'll know that they're figured out. JC can survive in the chaos as it happens. And everything you could have told the Hive could have gotten, gotten him a little further in jerk. This is why I feel, I, in reality, aligning with the L6 this week was really bad for Jason. At least if he saves Scotty and Angela goes up and he salvages the Hive, he can get into, like, you know, very good graces with Bessie, Haley, and Scotty. 
and you bring Sam in because she has nobody else either. And Sam's an easy person to bring in because of the situations going on. See, if you don't know way, the way she's acting, it's difficult. Prime the way that she's acting, she's needing somebody to coddle her and be her friend. And we see how much Tyler has to maintain that relationship to the point where he's getting pretty fed up with it. We saw it last week. And we see JC doing a great job managing Jerry. We saw the goodbye message. It's a really good goodbye message to Scotty. Revealed nothing to Scotty. But when Fessy is gone, JC's in trouble because that's all JC has. JC needs to keep his meal ticket in the house. And I think this week, making those inroads by helping L6 was very bad for JC's game. Now, after that, we see the nominations. We see Brett and Scotty going up. And I believe, again, for all the Fessy stock about finding out who the liar was about the vote, blah, 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 blah. This is all a testosterone, jealousy-driven, insecurity nomination. I think he's getting rid of anyone that will give her attention. Scotty obviously likes Haley. was dumb enough to admit that. And Brett obviously gets a little bit of attention from Haley, too, which is also an issue for Fessy. Let's see. Fessel. Fessy. And it would have been common sense to put somebody from the other side up and not somebody from your own group. JC could have prevented that by making that move, we said before. We also saw the Zingbot come in, which is kind of interesting. It's always funny to see Zingbot come in. My favorite was Brett. Tyler's was pretty harsh. <laughs> I liked JC's a lot, and Sam's was pretty spot on. But there's a lot of truth a lot of times in what the Zingbot does to the HOH in that moment. And the Zingbot tells, tells Fessy that he's a moron. And it still flies right over Fessy's head. Why am I a moron? You know, you think that this is something that usually tips off the HOH. Why am I a moron? I don't think I've done anything in this house. Is it my nominations? Did I put Scotty up in the wrong place? Should I not have put Scotty up? And it falls right over, right over Fessy's head. But if you watch, every time Zingbot is making a move on somebody and zinging them, there is some truth to all of it. So if you can't figure out what he's talking about, then you need to think about maybe your nominations or maybe alliances you've made. We've seen Zingbot go after people that we understand the inside joke, but the person that they're making fun of doesn't get it. And they just laugh it off or whatever. Fessy Zing was a direct equivalent to the fact that he's been completely oblivious to every vote this season as well as his nominations this week. Going to POV, we see Brett win it. It's always a high veto comp that, you know, you always seem like they go the wrong way for the wrong person. And it went bad for Scotty. And as we said, Scotty has had a week where he cannot catch a And we see Brett pull himself down, and we see Casey and Scotty as nominees. But I actually wanted to say how much I liked Scott, Scotty's POV speech. I wish more nominees would speak on why someone should sit next to them instead of pleading for them to be taken down. I'd like to see more POV winners talk to the agent those nominations that are in those veto speeches about who should go up in their place. I think it's a very, very interesting strategy that very few players do. I love what Scotty did there, although we talked earlier about how Scotty was really late to the party trying to get things right with himself. I love that effort in the POV. 
throw Sam under the bus to see if Sam could sit next to him because he thought I have a shot at Sam and he might have had a shot with Sam. The inevitable is now that we've established that maybe Sam does have a couple of issues there and it's not just gameplay, that Sam does something to completely help Scotty out. After we see the new nominations, we see Betsy look for a final four through Haley and Ty or through Angela and Tyler. What a mistake that is. I mean, Haley has tried to backdoor Tyler twice. There's no way Tyler's going to trust her. This is another dumb move we see them make. There could have been other Final Four deals that they could have made. But, again, pulled Scotty into a Final Four, which we've seen before not work. But there's Casey, and there's JC, and there's, there's Sam. There are people in this house, you know, that you can work with. Brett, somebody. And Brett... Angela and Tyler probably don't fall for it, of course, but they might. And the idea that your two choices were Angela and Tyler were a huge mistake for Betsy and Haley. It was going to go nowhere. It was pointless. And I don't understand that move. Bad for them. Good for Tyler and Angela to stick it out and say, sure, we'll do it. That keeps them safe for a little longer. But that also solidifies payoffs and Angela's final two and we see that they have a little bit of interest in each other, which is interesting. You might get your showman's guys. We see a little bit of interest between them. And we see that Tyler and Angela say, we might stick this out, which makes me believe that Tyler and Angela and their final two is stronger than any other final two that any of them have. I think Tyler hasn't taken Angela close to the end. Angela has intentions of taking Tyler close to the end by the fact that she didn't believe a lot of the things that came out when Rachel was saying that Tyler wanted to put her up. We see the eviction speeches. Of course, Scotty acknowledges he's going home and apologizes for throwing people into the bus. And it's no surprise we see eviction of Scotty. He said he couldn't catch a break this week. And, you know, we said at the beginning of the show, Scotty was somebody who never had a great social game. And that was his downfall. I think he has a mind for the game by the way that he talked to his POV uh, nomination and trying to plead with throwing somebody else under the bus to be put on the block with him to give him a shot. Scotty is a good game player. Scotty is a horrible social player. We see him create doubt by voting his own alliance out. Scotty Seaboat was just a curse for him. And Scotty failed because he didn't do work when he knew that Bailey wanted him out knew it was Bailey's target, which meant that the other side of the house felt the same way she did in some way, shape, or form. And he should have made moves the moment that he knew Bailey was on to him. The moment that Bailey wanted to send him home, he should have made moves to repair that, and his social awkwardness got in the way. His inability to solve the social issue marked him for a target from that point on. <clears throat> he was untrustworthy because he was quiet. He was untrustworthy because of moves he made. Excuse me. Told you guys I had a cold. And the same thing that he suffers from in this eviction is the same thing that got him in this situation. People not trusting a vote. He didn't trust votes that were made on a friend of his, Steve. He felt like they should have used a POV to save Steve. They should have stuck with what they promised him. Well, that was a long time ago, Scotty. And Fessy. These votes, you got to get over them. But at the end of the day, he never made it right. He never fixed it. He never fixed it with Bailey. He never fixed it with Fess. 
never fixed it with Haley. He never fixed any of it. He would make these alliances, and then he would ghost out. That is where Scotty fails this season. He never extinguished the suspicion on his boat. He never extinguished the suspicion on his character. He allowed that to be there and just hoped it would go away. And because he had a social awkwardness, it wasn't going away. That was Scotty's downfall tonight. That's why Scotty goes home tonight. And it was that situation for him. Like I said, couldn't get a break in the POV. Couldn't get a break when he tried to throw Sam into the bus. I mean, it's just disaster after disaster after disaster, right? It's never seemed to work out for him. Of course, we don't know who the new HOH is, but we saw the new comp. I thought it was kind of a neat little comp. I don't remember seeing that before. I wish they do more different type comp that aren't so obvious every season. But we did find out there's a jury battle back. And, you know, there's a lot of discussion. I got a lot of hate from people that uh, nobody's coming back in the game. Nobody's coming back in the game. Well, y'all were right. That none of the first couple of people that got evicted were coming back. But we did get a jury buyback notice today or tonight in the live show. We're going to see it. And I got to be honest with you, from the people that are in jury, I give Scotty the best chance to return. The problem with Scotty returning is that I think he doesn't get in any better situation than he was in. Unless he thinks tonight that I have to have a better social game. Where did I make my mistakes? I wish I'd have done this. I wish I'd have done that. Can Scotty win the battle back? And can Scotty get in this house and fix things with Fessy and fix things with people and get things right? It would be really tough for him because he never really said it right to begin with. And it was a downfall. I give him the inside chance of getting back. I don't know that they really does much coming back. I mean, she's going to be ready to go for sure. And she might be the best person to win this and maybe repower that other side of the house with Fessy and the rest of them. And Bailey's probably the best returning player for this show to get good. I'll tell you guys, don't be surprised. Uh, you know, I'm wrong a lot here this season, and usually I'm pretty good on it. But the problem is, is that this is an illogical season that makes no sense. But I'm going to try to give you all the best I can. Don't be surprised if the next week or two. Don't be surprised if Tyler has to pay dues in all these alliances. People are going to ask for him to prove his final four deals are real or final two deals are real. And this is the issue of not setting up some of your deals to get evicted. When you keep them in and when you get to the end and you've got them all, the lower the numbers get, the more people talk and the more people discover that there's a lot of final two deals and one person has all of them. And that's Tyler. People compare notes when the numbers get small. We've already said if Tyler at some point next week, depending on who the HOH is, has to use his app, things are in mighty, mighty, mighty bad shape uh, you know, for Tyler. Tyler is going to be the person that lied about his app, lied to his alliance about the app. The only person that knew about the app is somebody who's not in his alliance, who we said could expose him, and she's half crazy. So don't be surprised if Tyler starts having some trouble in the next two weeks. Out of Final Fours come Final Two. What was Final Four a week ago, ago, three weeks ago, isn't always the final say. I expect people to start making their Final Two deals, and some of these Final 
are some of these level six guys, level four, level two, whatever you want to call them at this point, six, five, four, point they're going to start making final twos and they may reach outside of their own I expect Tyler to pick JC or Sam to go to the end with. I know his ties are tight with Angela, but we're also seeing a guy who's been very, very smart in this game, and I think he has a lot of a lot of confidence against JC and Sam, maybe Casey, but I don't think he has a lot of trust that he can get or that he can beat Angela. Number one, Brett's a great salesperson. He sells himself really well. We've seen this. He's very, very good at talking. Do you want to go in a jury with Brett, who's been a target week in, week out, and still survived? He didn't have final two deals with everybody in the house. If anything, he's caused a lot of chaos. But he's also left some really jury bitter. I expect that some of these final twos, Tyler's going to have to be very committed to. And I think he's serious about Angela, but I think it's going to become real to him that Angela might be a problem for him. JC's easier. Casey's easier for him. Sam's easier for him to deal with. He can beat them in a final HOH pretty easily. Can he beat Brett? Can he continue the streak? Can he beat Angela? As we said, we don't know that we don't know that Tyler's great with puzzles. We know he's great with physics. But the odds are is that as we said before, Tyler can't keep winning POVs and HOHs. At some point, he's going to lose them. And are the final ones the ones that he's going to lose? And the most important one. Don't be a surprise if Haley is the next person to be evicted. She's the smartest one there on the other side of the house. And everybody sees her as the brain. Don't be surprised if Haley's next to be evicted. Haley needs an HOH worse than anyone this week. Surprised if JC moved, makes a move to make final two deals outside of Fez and Tyler. Don't be surprised if JC commits a few to maybe throw him an HOH so that he can get rid of Sam in the house and maybe and get rid of other people that he knows are in the way. I could see JC trying to convince the L6 to let him get rid of Sam. Throw him an HOH, give him an HOH, let him get rid of Sam. And hopefully he's smart enough to make a move on the L6 and actually put them up. Don't be surprised if Brett is the first person to win against level six. He's a rogue player. He's a maverick. And he's somebody who's dangerous in this game because he's someone who's so off the edge with what he does. I could see Brett figuring out that there's no way I can beat Tyler and I can beat Angela. I've got to get rid of them. Double evictions are coming up. And as we saw people discussing in double evictions what they're going to do, it was interesting to see Angela and Casey make a decision and Brett and Tyler make a decision about double evictions coming up. A double eviction is where L6 begins to have some crumble. It's a perfect time to stab your alliance in the back and make a move because it happens so quickly, your alliance that you need to get rid of can't react fast enough because you're the only one in the know. You're the only one knowing that these people are the ones that you're going to get rid of. And you're going to take a shot on L6, and that's going to happen so quickly that you don't even know what to do. They won't have any way of regrounding and figuring it out. Their, their final four deal is messed up. Their final five deal is me- Everything's messed up. Final two deals are shaken. Tyler has to find one of these final two deals to stick with. And JC may be the one he chooses. 
Now, he may go with Angela and Brett as far as he can, but Tyler's smart, and he knows that he cannot have for sure win against Angela. Our gamers this week, guys, Brett, Tyler, JC, and Haley. Brett, I love the way that he plays. I love that he's off the cuff. Maybe he is a douche, as Zingbot says. But Brett is playing a game where he's just off the cuff, and it's been really fun to watch. Tyler needs no explanation. JC does a great job this, this season of putting on the, the game accelerator just enough to keep it going. I like Haley playing the game. Now, she's probably going to need an HOH, but she seems to have a lot of things figured out. You know, she defended Scotty, tried to get him saved. Haley's doing a lot of the good fight against Fez, but Fez's insecurity, Fessy's insecurity come into play here. But I still think that she's somebody that is a force to reckon with. If she wins an HOH, I feel very confident that Haley doesn't mess this one up. Of course, on our laming side, Fessy with an awful HOH, sending his own alliance member home. Scotty laming. Scotty has not done anything to save himself in this in this game from the time that he knew more than anyone that he was going to be in trouble with under Bailey's HOH. And, of course, Sam, now that we know that she's actually probably not sane, whether it be from the house or who she is and being off her meds, whatever it might be, we know we know we know We know 